0: come to the hip show, Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, gifted intuitive energy healer. During this show, Christy will be sharing wisdom, healing, and empowerment to help release that which no longer serves you and to show you another way to live. Is physical pain controlling your life? Do you feel like happiness is just beyond your grasp? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Leave negativity and pain behind. Christy's divine healing gift, her Perspective Reboot process, and her uplifting and unique viewpoints will help set you on that path toward the life you've always dreamed of. Now, here is your host, Christy Borst.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst and this is your host, Christy. Well, if you're new to this show, you might be wondering, what is Perspective Reboot? Well, it's very similar to a computer reboot, except it's a computer reboot for you. Your mind, body, emotions, all um, aided with this intuitive healing gift I'm offering and messages that are here to build a bridge between who you might think you are and the you that I know you're uh, capable of being. Later in the show, I'm going to be offering an abbreviated chakra clearing or healing session. At this point, a phone number was shared during the live broadcast for callers that's been removed for the purposes of this podcast but you can visit me at perspectivereboot.com I want to send out a cyber hug today and healing love to anyone who's home sick and blessings to you today so today's message or topic is we are each critical threads in the tapestry of life and This is a common or consistent theme in writings of individuals who've had near-death experiences. And it has been my growing awareness over the last couple of years that we're all interconnected and we're all here for a really um, important and special reason that nobody else is here for. And as I thought about this message and thought of how to best communicate it, I thought about speaking with Fran Caprune. Fran and I met at a small group retreat. Fran is a gifted intuitive communicator, and she works with families, children, and adults, both with and without autism spectrum variations. Sensitivities and special needs. She spent many years as a medical technologist. She's worked as a pharmaceuticals educator and she also has a master's in audiology. She calls this initial phase of her professional life grooming and developing the analytical mind, and I can certainly relate to that. Like me, at some point, she had an inner knowing and her focus shifted, and she started researching metaphysical and pos- positive teachings by uh, people such as Tony Robbins, Dale Carnegie, Deepak Chopra, Abraham Hicks, and many others. Fran is a certified awesomism practitioner through a program developed by Susie Miller, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. Welcome, Fran.
2: Well, thank you, Christy. It's so awesome Amazing and
1: awesome to be
2: here. I am appreciating all that you're doing and bringing the awareness forth to embody more of who we are and expanding upon that. So we're here to play.
1: Thank, so you. thank you so much for having me Christy. I really Oh it's really my pleasure Fran. Um, I, I know you're going to bring so many insights and maybe viewpoints that uh, most people have never considered I kind of feel just from the kind of shift I've had and getting less out of the analytical mind and more into living in the heart that I have such a, a greater sense of joy in living my life and um, really like, uh, I don't know, my life is definitely more filled with miracles. So. I'd like to um, have you share some of the, the insights that you have maybe gained through this this special work that you're doing.
2: Oh, well, absolutely. Well, it was a fascinating discovery as I knew that in going through my life, I had this role um, working within, I would call the outskirts of the medical community. And there always felt like there's something more to what needed to be done or to be offered. And... With being open to that, um, just all of a sudden I was presented with an awareness that I got in touch with and a, f- a friend and I were having a conversation and he says, well, what What about the kids? And I'm like, the kids, the kids. And I know I'm working not with children at this time. And so I started investigating. I was like, what is the kids? What is he asking me? And immediately um, I was presented with uh, seeming autism type scenarios, I would go on the internet and all of a sudden I'd get a pop-up or something to that effect uh, or an email would come in about autism. I'm like, "Whoa, what is this about? I don't have any family members with autism. Um, have had very few interactions in my past, but it seems like a really strong interest, almost like a calling and a nudging.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I stumbled upon um, Lizzie Miller and she has written a book called Awesomeism, and some A New Way to Understand the Diagnosis of Autism. It was written in two thousand and eight. And I investigated and felt I'm like I have to I have to connect with her. And I did and she offered a certification. So I joined the certification process. There's there's several levels. And at this point I've certified through and have assisted communicating with parents as well as those who do not have verbal communication as well as those with, who do because we have, all of us, um, have these knowings within us at various levels and some of them are our guidance realms coming through and we have our ego-based mind space and we can overrun our, what our guidance levels are. So, is getting in contact with those higher realms and with others higher higher realms, and having that um, I would call etheric communication, or some people call it telepathy, or you know, just throw some names out there.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, go ahead. Okay, I I wanted to talk to you about um, I guess like how did you how did you start to trust your intuition?
2: Uh, that's that's the biggest ego part uh, we can ever consider is trusting anything that we do a calling for because most of us are driven by the judgments of others and, you know, saying to us, well, that's appropriate or inappropriate and how you fit in with your community, how you fit in with your family relationships, how do you feel fit in, you know, in your larger perspective. So as you... As me, I can speak for myself, began this course, it brings those areas to light as you interact with these wonderful, beautiful, divine pieces of the puzzle here on Heaven and Earth. So what as we go through the process of understanding what autism might be from a non-medical community basis, Mm -hmm. Then the focus has been a neurological disorder or a disease, something that is wrong with DNA. What if we looked at it as what if it's everything right for them and that we don't have to change them? And they bring us a new awareness at a higher vibration. And because they just happen to communicate differently than we do, it's up to us to find ways not to mold them, but how Mm. we arise to meet them.
1: I love that point, Fran, and we are going to take a very brief break, and when we come back, let's talk some more about that. This is Christy Borst with Perspective Reboot, and I have Fran Caprune joining me today. Fran is an awesomism practitioner. Thank you so much. (music) Welcome back to Prospective Reboot with Christy Borst, and joining me today is Fran Caproon, and Fran is an awesomeism Certified Practitioner. And what that means is she is able to assist families, children, adults who are are living uh, with what we call as conditions of autism, spectrum variations, sensitivities, and special needs. And if you think you might like to get in touch with Fran, her number is 813-817-7906. And Fran, we're going to continue our conversation about this quote-unquote condition or you know you mentioned we call it a disease but what if it's really the way that's right I'd love to continue on with that
2: sure so I'm going to step back just a a bit as uh, we can recall ADD ADHD had run rampant supposedly in our school system and a lot of medications focusing on trying to slow these children down so they can focus. What if these children were actually receiving more information than the neurotypical, which would be the rest of the population, and they are able to process so much more? So it appears as a distraction, but they're actually naturally functioning that way. And by providing medication, we are assisting the school system, uh, parents to feel more comfortable. But in fact, actually the children can really manage their energies pretty well as long as we, those on neurotypical side, allow them to be who they are and not try to fix them and mold them into something um, within. So it, it appears there's going to be a shift. So they were like uh, the a breakthrough of energetic new beings, a new way of looking at children. So what has happened is they almost set like an opening as these children came through and started functioning in our world for more types of pers- uh, spectrum folks, so to speak, whether they be children or adults at this point. But they're coming in with even a higher vibrational functioning. So at some times, their awareness is so heightened and their right brain is working more so and the left brain without filters that they are unable to articulate all that they sense and that they know Mm -hmm. and their energy of body moves. So sometimes there's no distinction between the grass and their feet or a distinction between what they're seeing in front of them as, as they merge with it. So they are an expanded awareness being. So as we see them as not functioning They're functioning at such a high level that they don't separate. They don't have the density that we have to say you're you and I'm me. And they become blended with all, including emotions Mm -hmm. and the mental uh, upset of not only those in families that are close to them, but in their school settings. And many of them are in touch on a global scale when there are hurricanes or such uh, airplane crashes. They can sense That, because they are not limited. So we, us, you, me, what is opening up an awareness to see these kids as different, not as broken, and how can we be more open to allow them to be, and how for me to do so is any time that I am feeling maybe a judgment, is to look at it for myself, because ultimately when I clean up how I feel, I affect how they feel, because remember, there's no distinction mm. between them and us. They don't have the filter where we can block out certain things and focus on this is a me and this is a you. They take it all in.
1: I had uh, I kind of had this little epiphany moment this past week about judgment, and you kind of touched upon it a little bit that when when we are in a place of judgment of another, it's really not about them most times. It's really an opportunity for us to look at something in ourselves that's not coming from a place of love, but is coming from a place of fear. Absolutely. And so as you kind of find yourself judging somebody, uh, and I'd like you to kind of mention Fran, um, what, what does this spectrum variations mean? Because someone that's like a lay person like myself, I don't really know what that means. But as you find yourself going to that place and we're in the majority, we who f- feel ourselves as separate from the grass or, you know, separate from the person next to us. But just because we're in the major- majority doesn't mean that that's the right way. Correct. So, um, can you just explain, what is a, what does spectrum variation mean?
2: Well, it's in a spectrum, meaning everything has a, a potential frequency and an energy about it. So if you think of even tones, you have low tones and high tones. So the low tones would be frequencies um, that are more dense to the higher frequencies that are um, higher in pitch. So, And there's a variation. No different than how we function. So uh, a step in that would be someone who would be considered ADD, ADHD. And then you can have a variation on that. Um, They could be also Asperger's or then you could say um, fully autistic and they break it down and you can have a lot of medical terms about it and basically it's a label Mm -hmm. and there's no certain behavior. So it's kind of just a higher frequency functioning, uh, le- leaving the labels out of it. So it's, that's basically what I'm referring to, being on a spectrum of being more energetically sensitive to what's going on around you. A lot of our children may not even have a label, and they'll start crying all of a sudden because they're feeling you're upset. For instance, if you were reading um, a book, and it triggers something emotionally in you from you thinking about a sadness that you had as a child or with a parent or something that that caused you to feel that. Even though the book may be of lightheartedness, you may be sensing or triggering something within that book. And even our neurotypical children now, because we are shifting our energies in the frequencies, they can even pick up on that. But just think even more so from the autism spectrum, that they could easily pick that up from you and the family and everybody else. So as you say, oh, I'm feeling sad, I can't, you know, and and you just acknowledge where you are and what you're feeling and honor it. Mm -hmm. Don't make a big deal of it. That in itself causes a balance in the energy for those on the spectrum. So we can assist anyone, anyone, by owning where we are. So those on the spectrum are highly sensitive and they're able to really, some people call it mirror, but it has gone beyond a mirroring type of effect, which says I'm misbehaving or I'm having a behavior because maybe you're not feeling authentic in how you are. That's uh, one of the terms that has been out there quite a bit. But as we own where we are and just acknowledge where we are, instead of hiding it or showing, trying to pretend we're doing well, you know, coming up with the big girl grin, even though you're feeling, like, um, upset, go- going crazy inside. Well, just to honor where you are in it will we'll balance out frequencies. You're no longer inauthentic to where you are.
1: Mm-hmm. So in in a school system, I can see how it would be difficult for these children because just by the nature of the kind of structure Everyone is really asked to blend and asked to put away their feelings. So it it must be so challenging.
2: Absolutely. And right now, um, at the end of March, uh, I can't remember, in March, early April, there was a USA Today article that said one in 68 eight-year-olds were coming up as autism, uh, as as the autism rate. And two years ago, it was one one in 88. Mm -hmm. You know that that this is a force into the school system to change how we see children and not looking at what they're not getting, but looking at what they can get, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: looking at what they have to offer. Because many, many of them, even if they do not have language, they are able to function. And it's It's, and they have keys and pieces of high intelligence. The the data and information that they receive, our mind cannot grasp.
1: (laughs) We have to go to break, Fran. So I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, We'll be right back and we're going to talk some more about this because it's really, I I know it's so important. Mm Welcome back to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. I'm your host, Christy Borst, and joining me today is Fran Caprune, And we are talking about why we're each critical to the tapestry of life. And we're specifically addressing what has been called by some people as disabilities but uh, Fran is sharing her unique perspective as an awesomism practitioner of what uh, children with ADHD, ADD, autism are bringing to our community. I think you had said in our pre-work, Fran, that you feel that these dear souls are here to assist us in embodying a change and caring to caring for one another. Yes,
2: absolutely. When when we cannot change who is in front of us, we can go into resistance and fighting it and trying to mold them or we can see the beauty of them and embrace them and as we do they flourish and and so do we. So as as these beautiful beings come forth, what it doesn't matter what their label that as we interact with them, and we come from an area of unconditional love, then everyone flourishes, everyone wins. But in that moment of being in the autism spectrum, they authentically hold such a vibration that what is upsetting within us comes up naturally. So it looks like a lot of struggle sometimes with families because there's a lot going on because we're seeing so much is coming available for you to look at and saying, I'm miserable here, I'm I, i I'm not happy that I have a child on the spectrum, and I'm hiding it because I don't want to look like this bad mother or this bad caregiver because I don't like where I am. So it's it's an area of that we can have peace with as we start owning these feelings and walking through them.
1: Hmm. And I like the way you were uh, right before the break, you were talking about how, you know, there's the, the public media is focused on how the numbers of people kind of diagnosed or labeled with with these, quote unquote, conditions is getting uh, more prevalent. And yet it's kind of seen as like um, Oh my gosh, look at this. This is, you know, this is a bad thing and what's causing this and whereas you're offering this perspective that this is an opportunity for us as a collective group to to have these beings that are bringing in so much more light, drawing attention to fears and feelings that We, as a whole, have been told to stuff for the last hundred years. So I would love to have you talk a little bit more about that.
0: Sure.
2: So ultimately, um, we all walk around with, (laughs) you could call it baggage, (laughs) but it's what makes us feel heavy, what makes us feel sad, Um, inferior, inept. You can pick all the labels you want. We, we no longer have to have those feelings. We, we're here to enjoy life, not to be beaten by it, taking a, a handle of you living life, not life living you. So when we interact with these beings, they're in our communities. You don't even have to have a physical interaction with them, and they're doing their, this is not a, a word that I like, but they're doing their work. They're authentically being who they are. And as a result of them doing so, we, humanity, are, are moving to that more unconditional love space. Hmm. That's the miracle zone. That's the place where your life flows. You become more fluid in what you're doing. And the judgments of others and the judgments of yourself fall away. And you will naturally walk in that place of heaven on earth. It's a movement towards humanity and the reason I was called towards these children is because of how authentically they hold that true love frequency. I'm drawn to it because I have a love of humanity,
1: mm.
2: and I would love to hold that for all of us.
1: I love that, and uh, I I hope that the people who are listening to this show will really feel their hearts opening and have really a better heart-based understanding of this whole topic. Uh, Fran, I want to um, mention before we kind of wrap up the interview portion here that you offer private sessions, and your number is 813-817-7906. And I want you to have an opportunity to be able to mention a couple upcoming uh, things that are near and dear to your heart.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Christy, so much.
0: You're
1: Um, welcome, hon.
2: First off, I'm open for anyone who would like um, greater insight, whether it be for yourself, your loved ones, your autistic friends and neighbors, or anybody in between. I'm open to help and assist those who are asking to see a different way. And I want to thank Susie Miller for all her years of being in touch and her um, knowingness of bringing this forth for all of us in seeing autism from a whole different perspective. Not broken, they're perfect who they are right now. Her book is Awesomeism: A New Way to Understand the Diagnosis of Autism.
1: Awesome. Well. Thank you, Fran. Is there anything else you think you would like to to add to close?
2: Uh, In closing, thank you, everyone, who is interested in seeing a different perspective, because as you ask the question, things change automatically. And I am honored to
1: be playing here with all of you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me, Fran. I really appreciate it. Fran did mention an upcoming book-reading online event which was deleted since this is a replay also throughout this show i had mentioned an 800 number for live caller colin and those uh, announcements have also been removed but i'm going to use the time that was freed up by that editing to add some bonus information at the end of this episode so i hope you'll stay tuned If you'd like to read more about my Perspective Reboot Energy Healing and Spiritual Guidance one-to-one sessions, or my core healing pre-recorded chakra balancing and clearing MP3s, you can visit my website at perspectivereboot.com, and if you do need to call me, my phone number is 207 216 however you can book with me 24 7 through that website perspectivereboot.com I do have a caller on the line and I think I'm going to go to break first and then we will bring her on so thank you for joining me and Fran today uh, this is Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst stay tuned and I'll be right back with you Hi, this is Christy Borst. Thanks for joining me today on Perspective Reboot. I really thank Fran Caprune for sharing with us her perspective and her insights on people with sensitivities. Really, I think that that kind of is a better word. They have sensitivities and they just experience life on a different uh, level than we do, but that doesn't mean that it's, it's wrong or bad. I hope you're more clearly seeing that each of us and all of us are unique and integral to this collective puzzle. We're individual and yet we're critical. There's a passage in Dying to Be Me, a near-death experience and cancer recovery memoir by Anita Marjani in which she describes seeing a rich and beautiful tapestry of life From this out-of-body experience, she gets to glimpse the big picture, if you will. As she sees how her life is enmeshed with others, she also begins to understand that nothing she has ever done is wrong. If you've ever done needlework, you may know that the underside of the piece is where you join the threads, and it can be quite messy. Anita suggests this is what we see while we're in our lives. The messiness and only a mere fragment of that beautiful tapestry of life. I love that in her closing statement, Fran mentioned that as you ask the questions, things change automatically. I hope you can hear how this statement reinforces my last episode, acknowledging that when we change the way we see the world, the world changes. We are changing the world as and through us. This is why it's important to be aware and to watch our vibe. There are some of us who are in touch with our emotions and some of us who have caged them up. But we have to realize that caging them up doesn't actually make them go away. And it's the sensitive people, myself included, who actually feel those emotions and are doing a service to help transmute them. But as an individual, if we know that we have emotions we're not dealing with, these non-physical aspects of ourselves can create an unease within us. And that, I believe, is what partially takes the... Body's wonderful natural healing mechanisms and our inner peace offline. So as Fran noted, we need to own our emotions so that others who are sensitive do not have to do that for us. Please realize that always, and in all ways, our fear of the emotion is much more draining and emotionally charged than that emotion that we're avoiding. Coming up is an abbreviated healing session with a live caller, and when I received the audio from this episode, the studio had cut the times that included silence as I was working with her. If you'd like to engage with this healing, I suggest you pause and close your eyes, and each time I tell Jill I'm connecting with her in a different way, pause the audio and be with me. As with all of these energy healing segments, please do not drive or operate heavy equipment if you are uh, joining me in that way. So, uh, I do have a caller on the line, and uh, she is, uh, her name is Jill. So, I'm going to ask the studio to bring Jill on the line. Hi, Jill. Hello. How are you today?
3: I'm fine.
1: I don't know exactly why you're calling, so if you could give me a little bit of uh, background on what what might have led you to call.
3: I saw on the website that you were going to do an energy clearing for someone. And what is going on with me is I come from an extremely toxic family, and being the youngest, I was the victim of all of it. And I carry this around and carry it around and I don't want it in my being anymore.
1: Okay, I understand. Uh, Is there a place that you physically feel it in your body?
3: You know, it's mostly in my head. It's like over and over and over and over and over and over. It's like I relive it over and over and over.
1: Okay, so I'm just going to give a a little bit of, Kind of bookkeeping, I have to mention that uh, I am not a physician, I'm not a licensed therapist, and I'm not a chiropractor, and the energy healing work I do is intended to augment traditional medical treatment. I also would like to mention that I do have silences while I'm working with people. The studio will be playing some music softly while I'm working with Jill just so that you know that we're still here and uh, and Jill and I will continue talking while this is going on. So you know, it's Jill my heart um,
3: area. It's my heart area a lot, my chest.
1: Say that again. I'm sorry.
3: My heart area and my chest.
1: Okay. So as I start to work with you, if um, if you feel the energy um, as like a heat or a tingling in another part of your body, then what I'm addressing, if you could let me know, uh, that's kind of part of the process. So I'm okay. going to start in just by kind of connecting in with you now. And I guess I'll ask the studio if they can just start the, the gentle music in the background. Okay, Jill, I'm just going to uh, uh, d- kind of focus on your chest area and just try to remove some of that heaviness. Okay. Are you sensing the energy connection at all?
3: I do sense it, and I feel lighter, almost not so much in my chest area, but like in that chakra area, lower than that.
1: Okay, so that would be your solar plexus, yes, which is I feel your kind of lighten- your. Up. Go ahead.
3: I feel it lightening up.
1: Okay, good. I'm gonna try to extend that up to your chest. I have a sense that that's uh, that that's from. Almost like it's like a, you've stood up for yourself just by doing this here.
3: Okay, yes, because I'm never allowed to. Okay. Getting a lot of gurgling in the stomach area, which is good.
1: Okay, yes. You might notice that your um, your digestion is flowing more after in, in the next couple days, and that's just going to be uh, things just kind of... Uh, releasing that might have been stuck For a while okay. Please 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 drink drink uh, A lot of water Increase your intake okay. of water okay. That will help How's your head feeling is that Less kind of tension yeah. And stress I'm,
3: It's not like I'm spinning I Could, feel you, like, could um, you say that again I feel, It's not like spinning with all this stuff And I do feel like Like a little ache in my third eye Area
1: Okay, Uh, just focus there for a second.
3: Yeah, I feel that, like the third eye, like it it has a a pain or something,
1: an ache. Is that dissipating? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, So I would love for you to keep in touch with me, Jill, and let me know. Uh, the kinds of shifts and, uh, changes you feel over the next couple days, because I really do feel there, it's gonna be, uh, profound for you. I think you can probably sense that already. Um, yes. The kind of swirling or churning, just don't like try to hold that back, just let it go. Okay. Okay.
3: Yes. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling I in. I know what happens I feel Jill frustrated. is that people that listen to the show even weeks from now that have similar um, similar situation they're helped by your call. So thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so so much. You're welcome, Jill. It's my pleasure thank to help you. you. There was a delay in Jill's speaking and my being able to hear her, so upon hearing the replay I felt badly that it seemed like I was talking over her. I hope you did hear Jill say that after our brief engagement she felt light and feathery. This is what happens as we shed the denser emotions and we step more fully into our light. I added a couple of announcements at the end of this episode for upcoming events, and I've removed those. One of these was an upcoming interview on the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. Dr. Pat called me the soft-spoken miracle worker. If you'd like to listen to Busting Through Pain on Many Levels, in this show with Dr. Pat, that program is available in the MP3s and radio navigation of my website, PerspectiveReboot.com. And the topic next week is going to be exceptional living, exceptional you. We have the ability to choose to respond and to choose to live life with love. And I'm gonna be sharing some insights and uh, wisdom and empowerment to help you have the life that you really want. And which I think you know at some level of your being is possible for you. We, as Fran said earlier, we are here to thrive, not just survive. So thank you so much for joining Perspect- for joining me today and listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. I'm your host, Christy Borst, and I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you so much.
0: Been listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. Wisdom, healing, and empowerment. Christy's divine healing gift can help you release physical and emotional pain which no longer serves you. Consider an intuitive energy healing session with Christy. See you next week for Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst.